Thank you so much for volunteering your time to speak with me today. Uh, if you could please say your name and the name of your grandchild and their age. Okay, my name is Lana Resch and my grandson is George Resch and he's just turned six years old. Oh, when was his birthday? Uh, March 27th. So he, wait, so he's an Aries? Do you know that? You know, I, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I, I never so. figured that out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. It's like a hobby of mine. Okay. Awesome. Um, cool. So, so he's a little one. I'm definitely familiar with George. Um, yeah. So could you tell me, Lana, what was your favorite subject in school and why? Well, uh, I had a lot of favorite subjects. Um, there are two that come to mind for different reasons. Uh, the first one was uh, German class, and uh, it was my absolute favorite class because of the teacher. He was he was dynamic. He was interesting. Uh, in fact, I think half of the class went on to become German majors in college because he was that good. <laughs> and then the second one was um, um, art, which I ultimately, I started out as a German major in college, but I ultimately ended up as an art major and I became an art teacher. And of course, I loved that because of the creative outlet uh, that it provided me. That's interesting. So what medium did you work with most in art? Well, I um, my favorite uh, were like textile arts. Ah. I did, uh, of course, uh, this is going back many years, but I, I did a lot of weaving, macrame, mm -hmm. uh, batiking, uh, and I also loved pottery. Yeah. But you know, um, those, those were my absolute favorite and, and still are to a certain extent today, mm -hmm. but I do, you know, I, I love all forms of art and I love, um, you know, uh, learning about art history and, and all of those things too. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. but the textile arts were what, what really intrigued me. Yeah. No, that's awesome. And I couldn't agree more. Have you ever, have you ever, forgive me if I'm saying the wrong term, but um, then like wheel throwing, is that what it is? Like when you like, yes, yeah. yes the potter's wheel. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. I did that. And uh, also uh, hand built. So now I probably wouldn't be able to do the wheel anymore because I haven't done it in years. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's, it's something that takes a lot of, uh, a lot of practice, but, um, yes, I've done, I've done both of those. And then also, um, you know, the glazing and firing and, and everything else that, you know, that goes with, with the, uh, making of pieces of pottery. Uh, I actually loved, um, hand-built pottery even more than, than wheel thrown because I liked the, uh, sculptural uh, aspect of it. Yeah. So yeah. Um, unfortunately, I, I do have a few pieces left uh, that I did when I was in college. Uh, not many, but a couple. So, <laughs> so that's kind of fun, you know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the thing, mm -hmm. you know, um, I can totally 
relate about the art school thing. Um, but uh-huh. I, uh, I really am intrigued by wheel throwing or however you say, because it's like the, it's yeah. almost like a choreography that you have to like, you know, like yes. be able to like move with the clay and stuff, which I think is kind yes. of fascinating. Yeah, it has, uh, the clay has a mind of its own, yeah. <laughs> you know, <so>. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but it's really, uh, it's really an interesting, uh, Thing. Have you ever done it? No, and I like once. Oh well, you're, the new you're going world, to have I to try. Yeah, yeah, I want to do it. Yeah, I'm like itching to do it. Like I haven't. Yeah. Like, definitely, definitely <laughs> interesting. And then I find that's kind of uh, again interesting that you studied German. So do you remember yes. any German or? Well, you know, I can I can understand. Um, uh, when people are speaking, I understand some things, but you know, when I was studying, they didn't have all this immersion mm-hmm. uh, available. And so I, I learned more by reading and writing and, and the conversational uh, German was always difficult for me because, you know, we just weren't exposed to it um, the way uh, they do today. Mm-hmm. And, so I, I still, um, I've been to Germany with, and I have friends who are German and, you know, I can, I can understand the gist of what's being said, mm-hmm. but, and I can, I can say a few things myself, but not a lot. Right. <laughs> and basically because I haven't used it in like, I don't want to say how many years, but it's been a long time. But that's, I mean, that's interesting. Cause that's not the first time I heard, you know, that, people when they study a language that they didn't really have too much conversational aspects. It was a lot of reading. No, in in fact, Mm -hmm. uh, when I was studying a lot of uh, like in college, a lot of people would spend their junior year, they called it junior year abroad. And especially if you were a language major, because that's when you, Mm -hmm. you know, you really learned to speak, to speak the language. Right. But studying it in, in school and in, and in college, I mean, we we did speak, but it it was not the same. You know, you were learning basically from a book and you were learning the grammar and how to write and that type of thing mm-hmm. rather than just having a basic conversation, which is so important, I think. Right. Um, yeah. But um, so it's I, I really love what the school does. You know, it's so so interesting to see all the children speaking French. It's just uh, it's I think it's fabulous you know it's really and and to learn at such a young age too I mean that that's that's when you really I think understand languages I was I was trying to learn German you know when I was like uh 17 or 18 and of course you can but I think you you pick it up naturally Mm -hmm. uh when you're young much right. easier, you know. <laughs> right. Well, there's not as much stigma. It's not as much like, yeah. you know, you're not yeah. like, this is so difficult. It's in, yeah. it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It just, it, it, it comes more naturally. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> no, that's like, I don't know. I, um, I couldn't agree more. And it's just uh, the language. I don't know. I mean, not to digress too much, but um language mm-hmm. in my opinion and I think you might agree is like so pivotal 
Um, oh yeah. I mean, even if you only speak one language, I mean, it's, it's great to speak more than yeah. like, just like the use of language period is like paramount and, you know, it's well, yes. And I think, I, I think to be exposed to, to different languages and, and to be able to speak and understand them is just, I really admire that. I think it's because, you know, uh, we're living in a global world and, you know, we're not isolated as much as we used to be. So I think it's, it's so important. And, uh, I think it's a very important part of a person's education. Mm-hmm. And I, I always did because I always did love languages anyhow, but, yeah, <laughs> but uh, I think it's even more important today. Yeah. And it will continue to be so. Okay. So what about like, this? go to this next question I have here. Yeah. Um, so what's one of your favorite memories with George? Well, there are so many, <laughs> but I think the one that we've had the most fun with recently is um, for Christmas, George got a, as a present from Santa Claus, a whirly pop. And I don't know if you know what that is, but it's, it's an old fashioned, um, pot that has a handle on and you make popcorn with oh. it. And so what you do is you put, put the popcorn in, in the pot with the oil and set it on the stove. And then you start spinning the handle because that's what keeps the popcorn from burning. And it like you, you whirl it around as fast as you can. And of course, when the popcorn starts exploding, it's just like, you know, it, it's really loud and you just keep spinning it faster and faster and faster. So George is just infatuated with this, this yeah. thing. And every single time he comes to my house, we make popcorn and it's to the point now where he gets so excited. He knows exactly. He does the whole thing himself. He goes and gets the popcorn out. He puts the oil in the pan. He gets his little stool, takes takes it over to the stove and stands and turns this thing around. And then then he salts the the popcorn and he eats the whole bowl. (laughs) It's just a it's a very uh, simple, old fashioned thing that we do. But he loves it. And. Of course, I love seeing seeing him do it and the joy it gives him and me. You know, yeah. so it's it's one of those things we do together that's really fun. But we, I have like every grandparent, hundreds of you know sweet memories like that, right. and I feel very fortunate because now that I'm living here in New Orleans, which I've I've only been here for a little over a year, I I get to see him every day. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm very, very lucky in that respect. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can see why he would like that, you know, whirly Mm -hmm. popcorn situation because, you know, (laughs) it's fun to have a toy, but the fact that it produces something, you know what I mean? Like (laughs) that's exciting, you know? Well, and he, he really does enjoy, um, helping in the kitchen also. Mm -hmm. I mean, so anything to do with, you know, uh, cooking and and so forth, he's, he's quite interested in, especially uh, he also loves like uh, prepping things and he likes using knives. And of course we've, 
you know, it, it makes me very nervous, but he, <laughs> he does a great job and he's learning how to peel vegetables and chop them up. And he's, he's just a whiz, you know, so he, he, he likes doing anything, uh, that's hands-on like that. Yeah. And yeah. which is, is good. So we, we involve him when we're getting dinner ready every day. So that's good. Yeah. Start him young. Mm -hmm. no? Start but him the popcorn thing is fun. And uh, the fact that, it, you know, when that popcorn starts exploding, I mean, it's really loud because it's in yeah. a tin, tin pan and you're stirring it around. So it's just a, it's a fun, fun experience. That's so cute. I love it. So he's definitely what his mother's son, right? Um, well, that and, and but also his father's too, because the other thing that he loves doing is like building and he and his dad, I mean, he helps his and tools. He uh -huh. loves any kind of a tool. He knows how to use a hammer, uh -huh. a screwdriver, all of that. And he does all of that with his dad. So he kind of goes back and forth between the two. <laughs> well, that's great, though. I mean, those are like invaluable, yeah. things, you know, like. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Yeah, it, it's it's really it's really fun to watch. Yeah. So he has his own um his own shed. Uh he calls he calls it his shed. It's on it's a side porch in their house. But uh -huh. he's got all of his tools there and everything is, is set up so so he's prepared for both aspects, you know. <laughs> That's so cute. I love that. Yeah. He's yeah, sitting on an iPad all day. Um, you know, yeah. <laughs> so now let me ask you, you know, this last question here, which is kind mm -hmm. of a thinker, um, what piece of advice would you give the next generation? Well, um, probably two things that what, what I stress with my family more than anything is, is the importance of of being close to your family and, and staying together and, uh, and sharing the love that you have with each other. I just think those bonds are so strong and it's something that everybody needs to develop regardless of whether you're together, like we are a lot, or, uh, maybe you're not together physically, but you are in other ways. And mm -hmm. I just, I think family is is very important and then the other thing is i always tell people to try to maintain a sense of humor mm -hmm. uh, i think yeah. <laughs> i think uh they always say that laughter is the best medicine and i i really believe that in many instances if you can maintain your sense of humor regardless of what's happening it really helps <laughs> in many ways so and nothing, nothing that profound, but, you know, sometimes it's the simplest things that are, you know, the most important. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it can be debated on what is profound in the first place. You know what I mean? So it's mm -hmm. like, that's a subjective. That's true. Problem, I would imagine. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Well, thank you so much, Miss Lana, for taking the time. You're so welcome. I enjoyed <laughs> it very much, Alyssa. <laughs> and I hope, um, I hope that you have, you know, a beautiful weekend and a beautiful thank you. day. 
So, uh, and hopefully I get Thank to- you. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, so. I know. It's going to be great, you know? So, um, but yes, again, we really yes. appreciate you taking the time and hopefully, you know, speaking with the different grandparents will shed light and allow, um, what, the community to see, diff- you know, life through a different perspective, which is the- Right. So. Well, th- and again, thank you so much for doing this. I think it's very important. So- Great. Okay. Well, until next time, I'll see you later. Okay. That sounds good, Alyssa. Bye. Bye. Ibi Radio, la radio française de la Nouvelle Orléans.